Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama. Yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. to share this podcast episode with you. It's me and my girl, Christina Garrett. And let me tell you a little bit about her, okay? Known as the praying wife of Alabama, after going viral in 2016, Christina is a pastor's wife of 12 years and a homeschooling mother of five little Garretts with a heart for the woman who is overwhelmed, tired, and frustrated in her home life and goals, Christina works to revive tired ladies through Mamathon Mastery VIP days, group coaching webinars, and presenting at, at, as a speaker nationwide. Okay, she's a Washington DC native. She has mastered the art of committing to transformation in family life, homeschooling, priority management, ministry endeavors, and pursuing passion and business aspirations. She is an amazing mama, and you can actually go and follow her right now on Instagram, okay? And um, you can follow her at the Mamathon Diaries. And you may see her with a t- with one of my favorite t-shirts on and say, bump them kids. Uh, it's an inside joke. You just gotta, yeah, you just gotta get it. But we had an awesome time um, in this conversation. And I am sure there's going to be plenty said here today that will help you. Okay, so it's time to jump into another episode of the BMW Life. Let's do it. I am super honored and excited to have my girl, <laughs> Mama Thon herself. I mean, she's just over there running a red hot Mama Thon. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Christina Garrett is in the building. Hello, and hello. Hey, doing Doing good. Thank you for having me. No problem. I have been waiting for this conversation. I know our Mm -hmm. first conversation needed to be recorded. Like, yes, it did. First time I'm like, I should have got that on tape. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I should have got that on tape. So um, you guys heard a little bit about Christina and I do want her to, um, to give you a little bit, but Christina, so, you know, I started this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. speak to the woman who um who really needs to like take that cape off and lay that joint down mm-hmm. and disconnect from the superficial and reconnect to the supernatural yes um because as women um certainly like you are i am boss moms wives 
And then you and I have ha- have added homeschooling to the mix because our lives weren't complicated enough. Yes, or crazy so, enough. You know, it wasn't crazy enough. So we just decided, okay, we're going to homeschool too on top yes. of all of this. Um, but for the woman that is balancing and managing all these hats, you can easily get lost in those roles, like identity-wise. Like you are mm-hmm. just, you have become the the, the roles that you play yes. and that's a dangerous place to be mm-hmm. so I'm always you know trying to encourage inspire and empower women around being you and being authentically you and finding your rhythm and I mm-hmm. know we are speaking the same language because you do yes. um, very similar work with um, the Mamathon Diaries so can you tell us about the work that you do Absolutely. Well, hello, everyone. Um, I'm Christina. I'm a pastor's wife. We've been married for 13 years now. Um, and I am also a mom of five, a mom of many, like Serena. <laughs> many. Yes, a mom of many. We're just going to say many and yeah. put it like that. Um, and yes, we do homeschool as well. Um, after I had my children, number two and number three, um, I really found myself in search of a new identity, you know, like after we have kids, maybe one kid, you might've been able to hold on to a little something, but when you add kid number two and three, in my case, they came at the same time. Um, I really found myself searching for who I was again, uh, learning, looking for those opportunities to practice better self-care and find my sanity, you know, parents, I had a two-year-old and twin babies. And it was a struggle, you know, exhaustion set in, postpartum depression set in. And I really just saw myself as this glorified diaper changer and that literally anybody could do my job. You know, I didn't feel like I was a good mom. You know, I know I was a functioning mom, but I didn't find myself engaged as a good mom, you know. And so God really led me through the process of pushing me to figure out who I was in him again, remembering that God calls us by our name. He calls us Serena or Christina or whoever else is, is listening in. Um, he calls us by our name. He doesn't call us babe, according to our husbands or mom. He calls us by our name, you know, and knowing who we are and who, and who he has made us to be. And so as I was kind of walking that thing out, I started running more and just looking for every opportunity to take a deep breath and, and revamp my schedule and take back control of my day. And from that came the Mamathon movement, which was women who are looking to balance their responsibilities well, how to build their goals and their dreams without dropping the ball, which is their family, you know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't keep that in mind. You know, we end up either pursuing the grind so much so <laughs> that mm-hmm. our family begins to look like they're holding us back. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, I, lo- I love these children, but you know, they're doing X, Y, and Z and they're keeping me from living my best life. Or my husband wants me in the bed at night, but (laughs) he doesn't know I'm trying to be who God made me to be. Well, God said, go to bed with your man. You know, so a lot of times we start to feel like our families are a burden and they're a responsibility that even if we prayed for that, now they're holding us back from being who God made us to be. Mm-hmm. And so the Mamathon mission is to help women define uh, the balance between the two, you know, yeah. that I can chase after, you know, balance is one of those words where we say, well, there is no such thing, but to the best of our ability, how can I be the wife that he needs? 
the Mm -hmm. mom that they need and still work on myself and nurture myself and grow myself at the same time. Yeah. And you know what I call it, I call it finding your rhythm Mm -hmm. because it's it's like you know balance every you like you just said everybody has a different interpretation of what that looks like right so for for somebody like myself when most people present it they try to present it like this 50 50 thing and that no such thing (laughs) Um, but you can absolutely find your rhythm it's like jumping in the double dutch group like you just gotta you can't just get in at any moment you gotta get the you know you gotta get with the the rhythm rhythm. and jump in at the right time Absolutely. And, and and you're right, you know, not everyone knows how to do that. And I remember girl, listen, I had my girlfriend cracking up. I had just come off of um I had been running a company for a while and um that my my time there was was over, right? The tenure there was over and I was home and the achiever in me would not sit down, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, but God, I wanna do this and I got this and I got this and I got that. And he was like, okay, listen, check this out. In this season, you're going to get this house decent and in order. This is what you're going to do, first of all. Second of all, he said, I've given you, um, at that time, it was um, three. He said, I've given you three products. Their names are Shania, Deja, Bryson, and here's your job. You have to introduce them into the world. You have to nurture them. You have to protect them. You have to minister to them. You have to build them. You know what I mean? The same same way you pursue your business goals, I need you to pursue peace and pursue me. You know what yes. I mean? With that same tenacity and girl, it was a wake up call. Um, yes. And, you know, for somebody like myself, I started, I was a mom young. So I've almost on, only been a mom, you know, and yeah. that's, that's been a thing to, to overcome. But you and I have so much in common. We got the twins. So yes. <laughs> I have twins. Um, we both do speaking and ministry and working yes. with women. We both homeschool. Yes. Our husbands both have barbershops. Like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. I know. I'm like, look, this is my long lost sister over right. there on the other right. side of the state. Yes. But yeah, you're, you're so right. Like we do have to, we do have to find that rhythm. And so I want to ask you this, right? So every time I have a guest on the show, I always um, put this quote out here and I always try to get feedback because there's so many different perspectives and it means something different to everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. So the, the basis of the work that I do, right. Is this, I believe that the journey is not about becoming anything but it's more about unbecoming everything that's not really you so that you can be who you were supposed to be in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that life has a way of shaping and molding you into someone that God never intended you to be. Mm-hmm. And so my message to her is to unbecome her. Hmm. unbecome her so when you hear that what do you what what does that mean to you well interestingly I had a conversation with a friend this morning and we were talking about letting go of things you know so for example like I was referencing 
a lot of times we want to go and chase after something particular Mm -hmm. and God is like, but this is what's most important, Mm -hmm. you know? And so you start to, because of all the social media doesn't help, (laughs) right? Everyone is a, is an instant celebrity, overnight millionaire, whatever. None of these things help. Right. So then it's even hard when you see women doing what you think you should be doing or operating in a way that you feel you should be operating, not necessarily in the way God told you to do, Mm -hmm. but in a way, now you see all these ideas, you get glittery object syndrome. So Mm -hmm. can we unbecome the girl that chases after what you see everyone else chasing? You know, like some of my favorite, you know, women coaches, you know, whoever, ladies that I look at, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, she's hit seven to eight figures da, 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 and all these kind of things. She's making $20,000 a month and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, but she may have a little more time on her hands than I do because she's ma- she's unmarried with no children. Right. Right. I'm married with five kids, you know, <laughs> maybe, you know, she's in a, at homeschool. she's in a different demographic than I am. Her child is grown. Right. She's in a completely different season. Yes, she can travel across the ocean to go here and here and here and live her best life because she doesn't have to take drop any kids off at the bus stop. Right. You know what I mean? Or help sell Girl Scout cookies or all the other ridiculous things that moms get signed up to do. Right. You know, so unbecoming the girl that chases the glittery object. You know what I mean? Can I actually tap into what God said? And this has just been my my conviction the last week or so as I made some very critical, bold moves to move some stuff around in my business life and in my home life. I said, okay, Chris, you are going to simultaneously love the life you have while still pursuing better. You're going to cut off, you know, yes, those podcasts and some of this stuff is empowering and, oh, I need to be all about my business life and da da. but maybe I don't need to overfeed myself I don't know, E.T. Thomas, who's a multimillionaire, has retired his wife, right? And they on there talking about <laughs> retiring wives. Right. But that's right. not your life yet. Your husband's still cutting hair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? Y'all doing okay. Right. But now you start to feel some kind of way about your life because you're not, <laughs> yeah. not yeah. riding first class with E.T. It's right. okay. It's you're okay. not there yet. You're not there right. yet. And, you know, unbecoming for me means that I'm going to take my eyes off of everybody else's business, everyone else's lane, and I'm going to learn how to walk in gratitude for what God has put on my place right now. I'm going to trim away those things that aren't serving me well. And then I'm going to simultaneously hustle after what he said do. Yeah. You know what I mean? What he told me to do and not, not get distracted. pursue that with diligence pursue that pursue him with all diligence like that is and yo I had to learn oh my goodness I had to I had to learn I was I needed like achievers over achievers anonymous because (laughs) I'm so serious chasing and hustling chasing and hustling and grinding good god and And you look at these kids like y'all are hating on my potential and god is like but I put them there to help you get to your potential and you just hard-headed so I gotta make them act up more something right right get there so you can get somewhere sat down and pay attention Mm -hmm. to what and here's the thing, and, and especially when it comes to the kids, it's like there's no denying that this yeah. is what God has for you because yes. they are, children are a gift 
from the Lord. That's what the Bible says. And so if I don't know nothing else, one thing I do know, they supposed to be here. gifts. (laughs) (laughs) And they were assigned to me. And whether I feel like I have what they need or not, the truth of the matter is they were given to me. And that means that I have what they need. And you're so right. Like I went through so many seasons like that and it's not always, um, even consciously. It's like, you just moving, you know what I'm saying? And you're, you're in this mode of, I'm trying to get to a certain place. I promise you when I get to this certain place, I'm going to come back and I'm going to holler at (laughs) y'all. That's like, take us all into better. Just chill for a minute. I'm going to take you all into better. And you have to be willing to admit that, which it takes, that takes a a lot of um, laying down that good pride, right? Yes. Willing to admit that and say, you know what, God, I'm doing this all wrong. I am hustling backwards, actually. That's what I'm doing. I'm hustling backwards. And that's why I ended up doing the podcast with the, with the mantra of moving forward with less grind and more mm-hmm. grace. Yes. You know what I mean? Cause we yes. don't have to have this superwoman complex. Absolutely. And you know, I have just found that a lot of this ego, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of this ego because you, you want to feel, and it shows up at church too, mind you, cause you're not past far. So it shows up at church too. Yeah. Where I only <laughs> feel like, you know, some folk, you act out at home, you act out at church, mm-hmm. or you don't have the gusto to act out at home. So church is the only place that you can go to act up. You know what I'm saying? Because you go to traditional church. There, everybody's church has that person or those people that don't know how to act. So anyway, the same thing happens when you don't feel validated or heard amongst the people that you feel value you. You know what I mean? You know, your family loves you. You know, your friends love you. But if you don't feel like you're really valued and heard, you're going to go other places to try to be heard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, see me here. See me here. See me over yeah. here. And God is like, check your ego, sis. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Grinders Anonymous. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, you feel like now you got to go do everything. Just a few minutes ago, I was talking to a friend. I said, I'm thinking about trimming this off this year because I got this going on. My mom has stuff going on. My family, I'm catching up with certain areas. We're trying to buy a house. We're trying to do all this, you know, all these things, these more important goals than this one singular thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to be okay with letting certain things go and saying, you know what, for this particular season, this season is not an always season. So for this season of my life, I'm going to focus in on making sure that my kids are caught up to date with their schoolwork, uh, being right. the mom that shows up to the school, if, if, if that's your demographic, to right. say, uh, listen, peer in the classroom on those children see what they doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I'm going to be, I'm going to be the wife that pays attention and I'm going to be his friend and his wife. So if he has yeah. to come and tell me something that's uncomfortable, I can hear it without getting all extra. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I right. want to mature and be that person. And sometimes right. our ego says, you got to go do all this other stuff. And God is like, girl, sit down. And yeah. Just, get some words hear what I say. Get some sit down. I'm, you know what? I'm doing a whole show. I'm doing a whole episode and um, I don't know when it's going to air, but it's on what God gave me. He showed me, he diagnosed me and told me exactly what it is that I was suffering from. Mm-hmm. And you want to you hear what it is, girl? He what? said, you are suffering from do the Moses. 
it's just like the way you're do the mostest is set up because that's how God talks to me, y'all. Yeah. So yes, you got yes. this thing called do the mostest. It's like when Jesus came to Mary and Martha when they were at the house. Yes. And yes. Mary is like, you know, choosing to have a seat and Martha is just all over the place. And mm-hmm. she's like, look, Lord, tired to help me. Like, you know, I'm trying yes. to do the thing. And he's like, Martha, Martha. <laughs> you have see Jesus shaking his head. Shows, yeah, he just he shook his head like Martha, Martha, and it says her name twice in the scripture. As I was reading, I was like Serena, 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 you just doing the most. Like yeah. sit down, and he says Mary is chosen wise. She yeah. should sit at the feet of the of the word. Here you are yeah. trying to trying to prepare food that Jesus didn't even ask for. You know right. what I mean? Like you, <laughs> Jesus ain't even hungry. Jesus hungry. don't want that. <laughs> he is not hungry. He, he ate before he came. <laughs> Already, girl, he full and here right. making food, and then you right. mad because everybody else won't participate in your dysfunction. Yes. So have several. Seat. Have several seats down and control a seat. That's what you can control, boo. Right. And for real, like that's how he gave it to me. And so I had to look at myself, and it's been look, I still have to guard against do the most. I know yes. when to start acting every up. day. Like, look, y'all, my do the most is acting up. I just, yeah, I, you know, be patient and allow God to do what he's doing in my life and, yes. and know that his plan is perfect. His mm-hmm. plan is perfect. His timing is perfect. His way is perfect. Like, I can't go wrong mm. putting my plans in his hands. Yes, absolutely. And I have also found that there's a, a happy medium between the do the most and do the least. I say that because <clears throat> I have a good friend. She's such a patient mom. I'm by no means saying that being a patient mother is wrong. Mm-hmm. Go with me. So sometimes we can be so patient that thug mom never comes out anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we're so sanctified and spiritual that our children have never seen mom, I don't know, for example, pop off because you know you did something in my house yeah. that you're not supposed to do. Yeah. And so then I have, to, I as a, as a woman, you know, I got to reclaim what's mine. Yeah. You know, so sometimes with our, I'm going to do less, I'm going to whatever that I'm going to become all the way self-controlled and X, Y, and Z, Jesus flipped the table every now and then. So mm-hmm. for whoever's listening, they're saying, I need to do less. I need to do less. We're not talking about becoming a psychopathic lion mom that no one wants to live with. Right. We are saying that you can take charge of your life, you know, yeah. and let's just say I'm going to grind and I'm going to work hard and I'm going to show up in these areas, in my business, in my home life, in my family. And then when it's time to rest, like there's no need for me to stay up all night long <laughs> doing right. everything. You know right. what I mean? I need to, you know, work officially while it is day because night comes when no man or woman can work or should be working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're right. It, and again, it's back to that rhythm. It's back to finding that rhythm. It's mm-hmm. back to knowing what season you're in. Yes. It's, a, it's back to understanding who you are and what you're called to do in this season, right? So like, for example, when I was writing my book, right? Mm-hmm. It was my kids. I mean, if they saw my laptop, they were rolling the eyes like the little. <laughs> like, oh my god! 
Oh man. And my my one little one, I think I shared this already. Like that little girl, she's talking about some. Well, why'd you have kids if you didn't want to play with them? And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? Sit your little five year old self down, try to knock you down. Um, but I mean, it was. Why'd you have kids? Yeah, that's exactly what she said at five and I'm like and you know mommy guilt is a real thing like there are women out there really feeling like okay so I can't pursue anything that I want to do until Mm -hmm. my kids get to a certain you know and that's that rhythm you got to find that rhythm and so for me I've had to identify times where I can work where it's not impeding on what I need to do as a mom and as a homeschooler and as a wife and you know what I'm saying so I I I opt to get up before it is day I'm I'm up with the Proverbs 31 woman me and her Mm -hmm. we up we up and we, you know, we making something, we, we sending orders out <laughs> yeah, getting it together early, you know, before it's day and, and making sure that that, you know, things are in order ahead of time so that it doesn't become, you're never disconnected or you're never present. Let's say that like, you know, it, it can't be like that all the time. And I know when I was right, writing the book, I started to feel like, oh man, like all of my time is going into this book. Well, here's mm-hmm. what I had to resolve. I'm not going to be writing this book forever. True. Let's be very clear. I'm giving myself three months Yeah. To get this done. Yeah. And so for these next three months, y'all might not like this, but it is what it is for now, for right, right. now. And I had, to, I had to make that decision for me. Now, you know, whether you you make that decision for you that that's up to you but you still got to know what season you're in and yes. I know that that wasn't the place of always I'm not going to always be writing this book now it's done you know so every moment I'm not like trying to check a script check an email that see you know that's that's over now and I think moms um a lot of times especially mompreneurs like it's hard to find that that good balance that good space where it's okay to do what you need to do mm-hmm. but you got to put parameters around it yes absolutely and even now I've taken on another um digital marketing client you know I'm like okay that means that mommy during this time of this time I'm going to be working on her social media stuff and yeah. you know all these kind of things and being okay with stepping aside okay you guys chill out do what you need to do just don't tear my stuff up, you know what I mean? Right. You know, and and ha- being okay with, hu- it's okay to hustle. It's okay to, to per- have something to pursue. You know, God designed us to work, you know what I mean? To have something to work on. Um, and simultaneously for me not to fall so deeply into it that, that I become distracted from the things that really matter. So let me orchestrate my day better. Let me um, say, okay, from this time to this time, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, or this is my to-do list for the day. And I'm focusing in on the things that are time sensitive, um, that someone else is holding me accountable for, for example. And then I can kind of branch out to all those other things and then still say, all right, everybody, by the time nine o'clock rolls around, it's all being put down. And I'm sitting on the couch with my husband, binge watching something. You know, but making sure that he doesn't feel like he's been put down. My kids don't feel like they've been put down. But if I can operate in my, as they say, your grace space, you know, like in that happy place, you know, you feel like there's more of you going around because you've used that time wisely. 
And what would you say to the woman who is like struggling to find that place? Like, so she's still feeling heavy on the grind and less on the grace. Um, and then there's just life happening. And, you know, since we can't pause the days with a remote and give us a chance to catch up, what would you say to the woman who's, who's having a pro like having difficulty finding that, 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 that grace space? I would tell her to first connect with the creator because a lot of the stress and anxiety that we have put on ourselves, he has um, offered to take from us, you know? So in that place during that time with the Lord, you know, like there's this big pasture out by my house and I just go out there and I just stand and I just breathe the air <laughs> yeah. and I just say, okay, God, I'm here. I'm in our space. What are you saying to me today? Here is a big dump truck of stuff that I got to give you, you know, cause it's always, <laughs> well, okay, Lord, here's all this stuff. These are the things I'm concerned about and are frustrating me. And I'm not sure if I had the energy to do this, this, and this, and you know, all this stuff. I just dump all that there in that place, you know, and during that time and during my devotional time, whether that's listening to a sermon on YouTube, you know, we're all about the crazy faith series and Darius Daniels and, you know, listen to these things on a daily basis. Um, in that devotional time, God is talking to me, you know, he's saying, okay, Chris, you know, maybe we should let go of this. Maybe you need to, you know, do this differently or reconstruct this differently. You know, and the word says that all the, all those amazing ideas, those good ideas, they come from the Lord above. So mm -hmm. if I'm going to grow in some way, the Lord is always showing me what I need to change, what I need to work on, what I need to let go of and what I need to grab, you know? Yeah. yeah. So af after that devotional time, I would tell her to sit down and write out the stuff that she's actually responsible for. Because a lot of times, I'm gonna tell you a story. I got sick and I went to the hospital um, when my oldest son was one and a half. I had surgery. By the time I came out of the hospital, I was in the hospital for like three weeks. When mm -hmm. I came home, my husband, who had had our toddler for weeks alone, that one-year-old was cleaning up after himself. <laughs> he, he, I'm, he was 18 months, maybe 20 months. Mm. He was putting his, his McDonald's paper in the trash. <laughs> he was picking up toys and putting them in the toy box. And I was looking around like, what have I been doing with my life all this time? Right, right. That this baby had all of this potential. Yeah. So let's translate that forward a couple of years. Some of, the, some of the ladies listening have three-year-olds, four-year-olds, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way up to 15, 16, however old your children are. And you have been sleeping on their potential because you're assuming that either they can't do it, they won't do it like you like it done, mm -hmm. or all these kind of things. And you may have to take the time, whether that's a week or a month, to show them how mama likes it done. Mm. And then put a, the chore chart up and let them work on that thing because that, that releases you to do like what you and I are doing right now, which is yeah. come in our room, whatever room in our office or whatever, right. close the door and say, don't tear up my house. And when I come out, it won't be that way. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I mean? Or if I say, get it together, y'all know what get it together means. Yeah. You know what I'm it's, it's taken off the cape. Because no, like it's taken off that that super mom cape. Like I'm the only one that can do this. 
Uh, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. Uh, nobody can do this right. And my husband used to get on me all the time with when the twins were younger, like nine, ten. Um, yeah, those big kids, girl. Yeah, girl, nine. listen, <laughs> I was cleaning their rooms. Oh my god! Like it was, it was terrible. Yeah. And he would come over. We were dating at the time, and he would come over, and I'm picking up in the living room, and I'm doing all. He's like, yo, um. Like, why don't? Why are you cleaning up? Why are you cleaning up after them? And they're then, tall as you are. Exactly. <laughs> and so I had the twins, and then um, many people don't know this, but I actually had two other t- um, girls who lived with me. Mm-hmm. So they're my goddaughters. One, uh, she came with me. She lived with me full time from seventh grade to college. Wow. Um, and the other one, and they were they were girls that went to my to went to my church, and I was the youth minister, and. Literally, they came over one weekend and just never went home. Like, yeah, one of those, and they yeah. had this, um, you know, they so they became my kids, and so they were living with me. So the older ones, you know, they would do stuff, and I would have them cleaning and doing dishes. But the twins were like floating. They like, you know, this we live a good life. Mommy clean up. Mommy do our room. We like when mommy do it. And then they had these things that they would do. Like if I told them to do something, they would purposely do it slow or not right or complain or ah, this is hard. I can't. And they were literally waiting for me to say, okay, just move out of the way. I got it. And my right. husband was like, there it no, is. Ma'am. He was like, there it is. That's what you keep doing. And I was like, what? And again, you know, at that point, I was a single mom. I was used to being single super mom. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And so he was like, yo, there's the problem right there. They're all waiting for you to just say, never mind, move out of the way. I got this. Yep. And as soon as you do that, you take on more than what you can handle. Yes. And then everything is chaotic because you and can't. Then you're mad. And then you're mad. <laughs> you walk around mad. You know, you walk around like, oh my gosh. Or for somebody, it's your husband. So your husband wants to help out around the house, but he doesn't put the cup in the correct cabinet. Yeah. Or he doesn't fold the clothes the way that you like them folded. Or he doesn't do. And so here you come. And then later on, you're complaining like, who can't raise a man? All this food. Right. Quit. <laughs> Quit. <laughs> Give the brother some grace. Did you say he yeah. did the laundry? You know, right. did you say he washed something? Somebody told something. him to wash that thing. You know, right. and so we end up forcing ourselves into that self-sufficient prison because nobody can do anything the way that we want it done or you don't have the patience to teach your children or your family how you want it Uh oh! you don't have the patience you preaching girl because you don't because let's just be real successful people take responsibility right that involves at home too so if you cannot take the responsibility for the fact that you don't want to teach your children how to do it right own up to that. Swallow right. that right now. Swallow that pill now. Yeah. It's, it's sour, but it's going to be good later. <laughs> you know? Let's, pro- let's process that. I don't, just say, I, I don't have the patience to teach you how to do it right, but I'm going right. to change that so that I can release myself from having to do everything all the time. You know, and I can remember, I, I, I never wanted to homeschool my children. Like I'm somehow people think when they think about homeschooling moms, they feel like we're like Mary Poppins or whatever. Gee, girl, and, no. You know, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Like I had panic attacks thinking about having my children with me all the time. Right. 
because I had a four-year-old and twin two-year-olds who were like matching tornadoes. <laughs> okay, they just, oh my God, it was just crazy. Like postpartum depression, like I don't even know. And God had to work on me. He said, if you can't be around your children because they wild, whose fault is that? <laughs> right, because these yours. They're your kids. Like, whose fault is that? If your children are so off the chain, you know, you hear about it from the public school parents when the kids are out of school, Christmas, whatever. They're like, oh, oh these children are out crazy. <laughs> whose fault is that? <laughs> these your kids. Whose fault is they jumping on your couch? You know, or acting a fool or talking to you any kind of way. That's nobody's fault but yours as the parent. It's not anybody's fault. Right. And once you can swallow that, that I'm too lazy to teach you how to do it. Mm -hmm. Once you can internalize, I'm too exhausted and I procrastinate on following through with you as my child, whether that's uh, correcting you, showing you the right way, whatever mm -hmm. those things are, man, I'm just too lazy to do it. Tell the truth. Tell, Tell the, the truth. truth. Release yourself. Release it. Confession's <laughs> good for the stuff. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Own it, it out loud. Own it and move forward. You know what I'm saying? Own yeah. it and move forward. Like, girl, and, and listen, th these are lessons we have to keep learning. And I know, like, the whole homeschooling thing. I think you told me before, like, you just, you you homeschooled by mistake. Because I think yes. you one of the ones that was like, uh-uh, there's no way I can do this. Like, there's yes. no way. And I think. Y'all can't be with too. me all the time. <laughs> I just can't and even now I'm still like uh-uh I'm off the clock like I'll step outside to my to my pasture my prayer pasture mm -hmm. and I'm like don't follow me out here <laughs> like, don't you do it but I had to become more uh concrete about what I needed as a person mm -hmm. and while simultaneously teaching my children mama needs this time or mama's working right now, give me a few minutes. Or mom has an interview, do not knock on my door. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, all right. that stuff took pay, you know, going into Walmart with all five children. And people are like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe how well-mannered and they're not running anywhere. And when they walk past me, they all said, excuse me, simultaneously at the same time. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, how do you just brainwash these children? Because we've done it over and over and over again. Right. You know what I'm right. And, and, and for some of us, they're like, oh, I don't even take all three of my kids to the store. Or I don't <laughs> even do all this. It's like, well, how are they going to learn? <laughs> how are you going to get your gusto up to yeah. be the mom who delivers? You could be the mom who delivers in a good way and in a thugtastic, don't try me way. Yeah. You know? but, yeah. but kids need both. You know, kids need both. Yeah. And it's just good for us to process, you know what? I'm too lazy to teach you how to do it right. I'm too lazy to mom you and work on my dream. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like I should be able to sleep. I feel like I, I blame you for why I'm not where I need to be when it's really my fault. Just say it out loud. Just it's okay. It loud. Say it loud. <laughs> say it out loud. It's going to be all right. Man. That's what type of time we on. Just own it and it's going to be all right. Own it. 
we won't lose sight afterwards, but let, like, yeah, let's get that out. But no, you're, you're so right. And then I think too, especially when it comes to homeschooling, and I'm, I'm definitely going to do an episode yeah. about it because there's so many misconceptions. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's so crazy. Um, and I don't think people realize that we're not doing school at home. It's not like we just took school and then bought it home to the dining room table. Yes. For, we are a homeschooling family. And so yeah. for us, what that means is learning happens everywhere. This is life. This is how we do what we do. You know what I mean? We, you, school is wherever you are. Um, so Bryson, you know, he has his hoodies and it says, I am at school because everywhere you go, there's an opportunity to learn. Absolutely. And so, you know, if that's in the target, if that is at the barbershop where, you know, I got that good, um, me and my husband got that good arrangement right now. Yes. The kids work at the barbershop <laughs> in the afternoon. I know that's so right. <laughs> that's why I'm able to do this right now because otherwise Dora and Diego would be running up and down the steps right now. Yes. Uh, but they go to the to the barbershop in the um, in the afternoon, late afternoon, a couple times a week, and they sweep and they you know we have vending machines, so they they're in charge of that and mm. they they work you know, but it's a part of their schooling, and so it's not like we're sitting, we're trying to be teachers and, you know, sit down and now mommy is going to teach you how to, like, it doesn't happen like that. We're living. (laughs) We're we're going through life. We're living. They're learning through experiences. Do they have worksheets and things that they do? Of course, sometimes, time to time they do. You know, everybody's homeschool family is different, but I think it's such a, um, people have this, this, this uh perception of what it is and what it looks like and it's just outdated and not um not true (laughs) it's just not true absolutely absolutely and and you know i i as a homeschool mom too i'll probably say i'm we're pretty unschooly slash flexi schooly slash whatever and i'm sure there's a whole lot of stuff i need yeah a whole lot of stuff i need to sweep (laughs) together you know we're gonna call it eclectic yeah. <laughs> that that'll work for now. with the with the hope that y'all learn something today like right. to learn you know and my kids yeah. come with all this stuff and they teach me stuff and I'm like oh I'm not a bad parent you know so then you you have to balance all that stuff out though you know and, and take a deep breath and remember that God is going to bring you to where you're supposed to be and then at the same time there are some critical things that I need to say yes to and say no to in order to arrive there yeah how about that how about that say no to yes all to say no (laughs) because that that's the that's the struggle right there yes to say yes to but you gotta also just say no just say no and I don't think we like doing that you know I was telling uh, my girlfriend who's also in ministry this morning and I was like you know a lot of people will hand you all kind of stuff <laughs> like yeah. here I, you know God is just telling me that what did God tell you you know and if you're not sure you need to go sit down somewhere until you are sure right because <laughs> if you have all this hesitation or there's chaos and confusion that accompanies that thing well then I don't I don't think God in that thing so I need to, right. I need to keep it moving <laughs> I need to keep it moving. Exactly, exactly. Well, Christina, girl, do you know, like, we've already been talking for, like, almost an hour. This is crazy. Really? Really? Like, already. (laughs) 
I hope y'all are enjoying That's how we do. this conversation. But no, I'm see. I think there are so many different things that um, that the listeners are able to take away. And and certainly, we are. We're not standing here by any means having this conversation because everything is all perfect and all things is you know it's just like you know um, all good in the hood all the time everywhere. We have many, many, many valleys and mountains right we have struggles we have days where we want to quit like everybody has them and I think we have to give ourselves more grace you know what yes. I'm saying? We, we do just have to um, not be so hard on ourselves and then I think we set it up front make sure you are not compared like I say comparing yourself to the perfectly filtered pictures of your fans and mm-hmm. friends and family on Facebook and Instagram and social yes. media because you will always feel like you're not enough. And we know that that is not the truth because God doesn't make anything uh, halfway. Yes, <laughs> you know what absolutely. I mean? like, you already possess every single thing that you need to be successful in this life. Mm-hmm. And so if nothing else, we hope you take away from this conversation that you can lie, you can laugh, you can tell the truth, you can lie to yourself. It's all up to you. Yes. Um, but if you want to move from where you are to mm-hmm. where you need to be, mm-hmm. you just want to have to say what you need, be able to communicate your needs clearly. Yes. Right. Just being you. And that's going to look different from me because I'm me. Uh, Chris is she, she, and you are you. Yes. (laughs) It's going to look different, right? We don't have the same family, same kids, same season, same anything. Yes. What we do have is we have an opportunity to wake up every day with new mercy Mm -hmm. and start all over and say, you know what? Today, I'm going to do better in this area. Yes, absolutely. And keep pushing. So Chris, what would you like to leave our ladies with today? Well, I would just encourage all of them to own whatever excuse that they've been using. Mm -hmm. Um, Whatever that thing is, whatever reason that you have, that you haven't made progress up until this point, say Mm -hmm. it out loud so you can let it go. Yeah. Say it out loud. If it's because you always procrastinate, don't blame anybody for why you do what you do. (laughs) Just say, you know what? Like my husband and I, the other night, we, um, you know, I I said, I want to go to dinner in a movie. He said, okay. So he's like, you know, put the clothes on, we're going to go out. And then we were leaving. He said, you know, I don't really feel like we deserve to go to the movies. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, because we're, we're trying to be, we're trying to pay off debt. Uh-huh. You have a whole lot of all this stuff, you know what I mean? Like mission, like Dave Ramsey says, be gazelle intent. You're going to, mm-hmm. you say you're going to be debt free, do everything to make sure that you're debt free. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's not always like we, we're successful enough yet that we're allowed to go to the movies. He says, so we're going to go to books a million and we got coffee and we sat down um, and we just were there reading, doing some computer work, you know, working on some business ideas and doing some brainstorming and stuff like that. So whatever reason it is that you're not where you need to be, process that excuse. You know, they talk about poverty mindset or affirmations or whatever, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Process that reason so that you can let it go, so that you can go beyond that and make it to the next level. Girl, that's so good. Oh my God. I got to tell you this. Me and my husband, we had a conversation just the other night and I was telling my girlfriend, I'm like, Mm -hmm. listen, 
I believe like there are certain things that we are doing that yes. are dysfunctional that yes. actually repelling what God is mm. trying to get to us. And yeah. I felt it in my like spirit. Like I knew it, like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I said, yes. there are things there are like there are things that we don't have in place there are places where we're not being watchful where we're not being good stewards where we're not mm -hmm. you know counting carefully where we're not we're just not doing what we're supposed to do um, um according to the word and i believe that we are repelling what mm -hmm. god is trying to get to us there's no room for it because it ain't like the blessing you ain't got room enough to receive it is a blessing you ain't got room enough to receive but the reason you ain't got room is because there's too much clutter and junk and other stuff in the way so mm -hmm. you then receive what god is trying to get to you because you will clear the clutter um yes. and so that for us you know i had to sit down and i'm like babe i'm you know, I'm negotiating contracts and different things. You know, I do consulting work mm -hmm. and um, stuff like that. And when it gets to the money conversation um, on some of the things that I'm doing, I told him, I said, there's still a block. Now you're talking to somebody who has made plenty of money. Like mm -hmm. I, I never had a problem making it. Managing mm -hmm. it is an issue. And not because I'm a shopaholic or anything. Right. And like, you know, my husband always tells me, he's like, yo, you supposed to have like just billions because the way you just like spend, you ain't even thinking. You just, <laughs> <laughs> you supposed like, to have a like, husband out here. And I said, I'm bloody with it in 2020. Bottomless account. Yes, we're never supposed to see the bottom of it. Yes. And I don't spend uh, frivolously. Like I'm not like buying pocketbooks and big stuff. Like, I, I'm actually very simple, but that still doesn't um, excuse the fact that I'm not I'm not keeping track of what's what and yes. what's going where, and yes. I'm not telling my money where to go so I know where it went. And so because we, you know, I identified that, and I was like, babe, we gotta stay up tonight and yeah. let's talk. Let's get this thing. Let's get a big old piece of paper, and we need to outline we can't like be going through talking about oh the cable did you pay the cable uh, girl, the cable don't work <laughs> Wait, <right? laughs> did you, you didn't i did okay you oh you sent me the money i'm sorry i forgot right you, you right like we can't yes. like that that's <laughs> yes and i'm gonna tell you a couple weeks ago no maybe a couple days ago my husband and i both sat up simultaneously we both put up our credit reports and we were going through, okay, what you got on yours? What you got on yours? Okay, I'm gonna call this person tomorrow. Okay, you know, so from both of us, it's most just student loans, you know, just all that stuff chilling. But it was like, okay, are you going to do the work? And so that's when he was yeah. like, yeah, we're going out, but we're gonna go get something to eat on and go to Books a Million. Just be, you know, he's like, I really don't feel like we deserve to go to the movies. Hey. Yeah, you know, we could watch a movie anytime, but can we sit down and process where our life is going next? How about you know what I mean? Can we do yeah. that? You know, what what's what's the next phase? We've made right. it to this point. Okay, so what's next? You know, that's and a lot of times we don't want to tell ourselves no to certain things. You know, we don't want to discipline ourselves to do the stuff that no one wants to do. But mm -hmm. as Dave Ramsey says, you have to live like no one else so you can live like no one else. That's and that, it. Like that's down to your finances. That's how you operate mm -hmm. in your business life. Yeah. That's with your family. You know, even the decision to homeschool, you know, you got to do us. There are healthy kids, well-balanced kids come out of all different kinds of homes. But mm -hmm. if you know that God told you to do this, 
you got to live like no, like few other people want to so yeah. that your children can come out like who God made them to be. But yeah. if you decide to cheat and go in a different way, then you're not going to get that same harvest. Come on here. So you got to live like no one else so that my children, my daughter sees what a godly, a healthy mentally and physically mother looks like and my boys can see what a wife is supposed to look like how she's how your wife needs a break and she needs this and she needs that so now you can see hands-on what what how a family runs you know what I mean and all that kind of stuff but you got to be willing to make the decision to live like you other people want to live so that you can get the harvest that not everybody's going to get that's it that's that's good that's good right there that is good right there so look y'all got a, a earful today there's a lot to swallow <laughs> you got to own your stuff excuses are the lies we tell ourselves so it don't have to be our fault i say it all the time i say it to myself that's not just to you when i'm ready to make my excuses i'd be like serena excuses are the lies we tell ourselves so it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be our fault so yes what are you you know what i mean trying to not take the ownership of <laughs> yes absolutely so, and we got to be like that we have to be like that because there's so much room to grow and i believe that you know as we um just become just honest you know honest with where we are where we're not honest with what we need what we want what we don't want um we can see us ourselves operating with just new levels of grace um mm-hmm. and we can come out of that 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 super grind Mm-hmm. Um, girl, we will need to have a part two to this conversation for sure. Um, I'm, I definitely want to, um, the next time we talk, I want to dive into a little bit of, um, the homeschool conversation because yes. that's fascinating to everybody. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> because it looks so different from everybody, um, from family to family and you and yes. I are we're kind of on the same, you know, unschooling, eclectic. Um, yes. <laughs> do you know how to read this? Do you know this word? Um, right. you know to, you know? <laughs> and, and people who don't own homeschool just don't get it. They're like, oh my God. Like, well, there. I mean, are, it's that fourth grade level, third grade level. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, when you, uh, anybody asked you lately what level you read on? Right. Home, ma'am. You know, like, come on. We, we, we getting it. We're moving at our pace, and um, and I'm okay with that because guess what? These are my kids, the ones God gave to me, right? And I'm all right with it the way that yes. the way that it's the way that it is. So, um, so that's it. We're gonna wrap up, and I am grateful that you took the time to join Thank us. Thank you so much for having me. You see, there, I told you you were in for a treat. Is that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking. And here's the deal. You can head right over to my website and I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. Uh, We have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also, Also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, 
This is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us. And listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon.